Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by Scoreline.ie. And a half minutes before you start talking about Football Manager, but anyway, that's irrelevant. This poor Robbie Dowling, he doesn't have a hope. <laughs> He's thinking about this as real soccer. The boy needs to realise there's a game involved, a video game. On that note, that's a grand way to start the Football Manager Football Show. You're very welcome to this week's podcast. It's episode number 97. My name is Ken McGuire, joined in studio by... Um, uh, Respondent Shane O'Keefe. D- <laughs> Fucking hell. We'll get into that. And you, you didn't even get into... You didn't even go... It's the Football Manager Football. That's the start. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's do this again. It's the Football Manager Football Show. Good. It's episode number 97. My name is Ken McGuire. That was Kahuna. Is he, he's not even Kahuna Gaming anymore. He's I know. He's Kahuna so rare. So rare. Peddling his... Fucking scams. <laughs> cards and, and other... Fucking scams. Crypto bro stuff that he's doing. I'm, I'm not quite sure. Fucking Teddy Jenks style. By it. <laughs> I forgot Teddy Fucking Jenks. crypto bro, bro. Crypt, uh, or crypto bro. Brighton's Teddy Jenks. F- what a fine footballer. Uh, uh, Shane O'Keefe is here. Who are you this Despondent week? Despondent Shane O'Keefe. Despondent Shane O'Keefe. Uh, and joined by um, the uh, one and only uh, FC Porto uh, Maestro. Oh, no, FCO Maestro. FCO Maestro. <laughs> Robbie yeah, Dowling is back. He doesn't have a clue about Apparently. Seemingly so. Do you want to respond to that video? Scurrilous ac- ac- accusations. Accurate, I would call them. 21, 21 and a half minutes, though, before we got into it. I, was I, like, I didn't oh, think yeah. it was that long. It was like all the shout-outs, but then we had to fucking big Robbie up in his fucking interviews. Yeah, we still haven't put up online. Oh, yeah. We, we'll oh, yeah. do them. Uh, Christmas. Be there. And then had to cast a Warren special. talk. Robbie scored another two goals there. He didn't did. Didn't get punched in the face, which is always a plus. Yeah, that's always... That's a big thing for well, me. Well, that's not bad. Yeah. Mm. Penalty this week, no? What's no, two from play. Two kind from of play. A, a sweaty one. And, uh, we won, what, 4-0? 4-0. Should have been more... Should have been more nil. Where does that leave Castle Warren in the table? Uh, joint and top. Yo, yeah. you know, you know when anyone ever says they're joint top, you know for a fact they're that second. they're second. <laughs> you know for a fact. No, <laughs> on one, no, no one has ever gone. We're on joint top. And we're actually goal difference top doesn't matter in the Kilkenny and District League. Go, it, oh no, I agree with you. We are, no, it doesn't. No, it goes to. Uh, You're joking. It goes no. to one game playoff because there's two two little games. I think maybe or something well, like we that. We what? So where's the incentive to go out and beat teams four 0 There is no incentive, Ken. That's ridiculous. There's a. There's beauty in one nil victories, Ken. Yeah. There, oh, there. Oh, there absolutely is. Yeah. But and I mean, then there's even, a, even yeah. head to head. Is there? No, head to, no, is there no. Head to head? I, we just told you it's a playoff. Like it's, it's playoff. They so, play you, so you finish level. But on, there's, uh, there's with, three like, of us all on the same points. At, at the top. Well, I think it is two on the same, and then one three points behind with a game in hand. No, no, they, they did so not what, win it. So what happens there? Do you do a two-legged playoff? I don't know what somebody somebody get a buy into a playoff fictional playoff final. Yeah, I don't know. By what the end of happen. this weekend, we'll have played the most games, so we can go top. Yeah, we if can go top. Them. Uh, we you know what they say: up. top at Christmas, lads. Yeah, top at Christmas. True. Who's thrown that away before? Every, everybody. Liverpool. Twice. Liverpool twice. Yeah. Painfully. Newcastle. They were twelve points yeah, ahead of Christmas. United. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Spurs. Have United, United have never thrown away. No, I don't. United no, United have never thrown, thrown away. From Christmas? No. You sure? United were either or were they very top? good or very shit. Were they the top of the table with Solskjaer at Christmas? Remember they they had that, and then they had the that shit February, time. like that hurt when United came second. Well, I think I think we're Tottenham top of the table in the pandemic <laughs> what? season. Yeah, remember they started well. Joke of a team. They done well because the season had started later, so there was about thirteen or fourteen games done by Christmas. Well, they're they're fucked in Tyler Devine's uh, football manager world. They're what fucked anyway. Ken, they're Tottenham. To, to jump like straight into things uh, he's been doing um, 
Oh, he, he did a Holland save with AZ on, on mobile. These are, are coming into... AZ Alkmaar. Uh, at, yeah. at, at FMF show. Uh, uh, where did he go? He has He'd sent us in something to do with... Um, uh, the save that he's on because he's he's obviously kind of been struggling and everything else uh, he's not in qu- uh, quite sure he oh this was it he had a late season collapse this is the late season collapse he was talking about last week with Newcastle football manager 22 at uh, the final table and the current table he has sent us Arsenal of perennial thorn in his side Man City have been on the edge of relegation twice in recent years he's up in 2033 uh, Spurs are back up in the Premier League after three seasons uh, in the Championship. This is still very much uh, Football Manager 2022, 20, uh, uh, by the by. Um, but he's he's had a fairly shit run. He got hammered by City, by Everton, by Leicester, by Who's United. Robbie Dolan? <laughs> oh. uh, where's that Twitter account, Robbie? Everybody's asking. Yeah, Li- Darrell liter- Thompson. Literally everybody is asking. Said, everyone said you've, Darrell Thompson said you've grown on him like a fucking fungus. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> no, you added, you added the fungus. Be, be huh? nice. You added the fungus part. No, I didn't know he said it. Oh, okay. No, fair it was implied. Uh, Actually, big shout out to Brian Cook before you get into your nonsense. Uh, I just realised he'd been through the ringer, man. Really? Like, he just he put up a post there saying he survived multiple brain surgeries, heart surgery, Holy COVID, shit. blood infection, strokes. And what was he going to do next? He's gone on holidays. Where? He, he went on holidays. To Disneyland. <gasps> My God. I was wondering because he sent a, he sent a tweet saying they got no update for us this week. He's just been on vacation. Just on vacay, as they say in the states. Vacay, I'm down baby. with all the states side. Man, that's really that's. I'm delighted to hear that. Yeah, uh, to be fair. Oh, our army, our army uh, correspondent got in touch. Oh, the guy our, with the helicopter. Our, our mili- the guy with the helicopter. He says, "Fellas." Fellas, because that's what people in the states say. No, well, that's what we say. Fellas, like Seamus says it every time he goes. When he goes, fella, fellas. he like hits his hits his chest. He has a thing where he hits people on the chest. It's called the beats of the Bowron, and it's really funny hearing like American commentators say Bowron, but uh, he hits his chest and then he goes fellas and he kicks someone in the face. Surprised they aren't calling it of Irish men calling it like a bod harrow. Is by uh, pub. He says, "Fellas, greetings from the U.S. Army's resident FM nerd. Love the new." Dynamic with the third wheel added in. No third wheel. Hot tip to Robbie. You we're, have, like, we're like the fucking only fools and horses car yeah. now. You have three wheels. You have the proper amount of shit on each other, mixed with nurture the new guy that we have mastered in the infantry. <laughs> Two observations. One, how the shit does he buy a sticker? He can't find any in the shop on the website because we don't have a shop on our website. So yeah, you're no meant to be starting this shit out. So what I did was. I found one. You sent it to him. I found one in the office. It's got his name on it. It's going in an envelope this week. Via helicopter. Plenty of time for Christmas via helicopter. It says, in the infantry, we refer to new guys as Cherry. Cherry. Uh, It's a little demeaning, and the innuendo is less than subtle, but it's still a term of endearment. His hair is kind of red. Robbie is awesome, and you guys (laughs) should keep him around. Strawberry blonde. Yeah, what can David, I say about that? Ladies, David Lovegrove Ladies says, and gentlemen, Cherry Dowling. Cherry Dowling. Cherry, uh, David Lovegrove says he's enjoying the three-man show. Just need you all on Twitter now. Okay. Will you fucking do it, okay. please? I'll do it's, it. It's it's either, and it's don't e- do it like your Facebook thing. You have to I'll, put a profile photo it. on. Have you ever seen Robbie's Facebook? Yeah, no. It's, uh, it's just an empty These profile. things don't exist. They don't, it's either going to be at Angry Young Man FM yeah. or at Cherry Dowling FM. Okay, I'll, I'll set it up. Or there's only one FC Porto 
FM. No, oh, no, no, I'll be angry, young man. FM. <laughs> <laughs> I set it up in the new year. Is that fair? No, it's no, just set it up today, you stupid <sighs> bitch. It's so. It's got to be done by the end of the podcast, I'm so just... then people can tag. I'll at set it up. Young I'm man an anti-culture do it, do person. It right. Do it now. Give him the password. I'll do it. I'll set. I'll set it up. Right, I'll I'm, I'm it doing up. it now. John Helstead has password. been back in touch. He says he got Brighton playing well in the third season. The defense is solid uh, with the new addition of Paul Jekyll from Union Berlin alongside Roman Noli. I like that guy. Uh, mm. Both have managed to tighten up a leaky defence by a considerable amount. The team slowly working their way up the table. Nice. Tidy. That uh, is. Rabbi, your password is oh, I'm a little bitch God. with uh, the I and bitch being an exclamation mark. It's Angry Young Man it's FM. It's funny because it shows he can't spell. Mark, you're now, you're now following Ben Shapiro, uh, uh, Stephen Crowder, uh, and Donald Trump Andrew Tate all, all, all the, all the I'm not a centrist folks. Martin Brommel has been in touch Brommel. at FML show he won the league in season 2 at Newcastle Boom. he signed Ozzyman you know today what a beast. is the anniversary of Newca- Newcastle's football club establishing why I met no, I didn't. 1892. I did not know that. Yeah, see, they're the facts and of here, the And here's me, a diehard Newcastle fan. Ah. No, I never knew that. The <laughs> fog and the tine is all mine, all mine. Go on, Gaza. They need more uh, raps from Gaza. He uh, ended up with Osman, uh, an absolute beast out of Napoli. He outscored Haaland. Both got 45-plus goals. He's only conceded 40-ish goals and a massive improvement. Yes, five up top. 4-1-3-2. That's fairly aggressive. Oh, t- talking about a fucking aggressive, uh, well on aggressive formation. Stoichkov in a World Cup qualifier. Christo Stoichkov. Two four four. He played. Oh, not not Risto Stoichkov. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As the manager. Oh, sorry, as Bulgarian manager. Yeah. Two four four. A two four four formation. When did he play two four four? I don't know back in like a way when he was manager of Bulgaria. Jesus wept. Like Stylian Petrov wouldn't even play for him anymore. He says like he do, he just doesn't get tactics. It's not yeah. even Bielsa. Like because. On case in our breakfast, I like I like to bring a little flavor, Ken. So I try in these little flavors. That's what happens when you can't find news. No cherries allowed. No cherries allowed. <laughs> but I bring in a little flavor. Like, and we were talking about Louis Enrique, and sacked. Louis, I'm sacked. I'm disappointed he was sacked. No, I'm not. Hansi Flick staying on as German manager. There you go. Have 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 a little faith. Put the blame on the players. So we had a look at like some of the worst managers. A lot of them were English, to be fair. Like Steve McLaren, not qualifying. Terrible. First time in 24 years. Poor Glenn Hoddle, terrible. Went to poor Graham Taylor, being called a turn up by the English Graham media. Taylor, Roy Hodgson, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, who else? There was another one in there that I forgot. To, uh, I can't remember. Ericsson? No, Sven did all right, didn't he? He did. He brought Theo. He should have uh, done better with the power. golden he, generation. He brought Theo Walcott to the World Cup at 17 years old. Yeah, what happened there? Good move there. He ended up at one of my teams. I don't think he? he should have done better. I know this is a debate for the ages, but when you think about the Brazilian team at that time, the French team, the Italian team at Totti, Del Piero, Pirlo, Maldini, those players, I mean, I, I think England, it, was, it wasn't it was amazing, but quarterfinals was probably their standard. It's just that when you're at this side of the of Europe, you, you think the English players are amazing. But you've seen them all. Yeah, I, I think they, were, they could have done better at times. Yeah, they were unlucky. They went out on penalties a couple of times, but... Were they better than Brazil, Italy, France, even Portugal? Portugal with Figo, boy. Yeah, Portugal with Figo. Sorry, it was class. We ended up we ended up on holidays in Portugal a few years ago. Went out for a wedding and into Figo's bar. Oh, sorry. Don Review is the other one. England failed to qualify just, for just the 1970. <laughs> England failed to qualify for the 1976 Euros and then the 78 World Cup in Argentina. He would then go on to manage the United Arab Emirates. And then after that, Ken went to Figo's bar. Do tell the story, Ken. <laughs> that, that, that was it. Yeah. I was John Gilligan's bar over in Spain. <laughs> went to Figo's bar. Chambers. It was great. Uh, oh, Carrie has been in touch. 
if Carrie, e- the old accountant for Casey and Lauren. No, Carrie. Uh, <laughs> Jesus wept. Uh, <laughs> Carrie is a former beer bachelor expert for a defunct hockey rag, co-host of the ICF Live, and manager of Garfield AC. None of that made any sense to me. Uh, she has cats. All I heard is beer. Uh, Carrie said and this comes off the back of of last week's conversation because I did see reference to this somewhere else if FMF show would like any help in picking which Indy City football team to buy into because we were going to buy a football team last week I ain't paying any money I'm 100% going to this said we'd love to chat with you on ICF Live with our buddy Soccer with Brian but do know that we have a lot of opinions about teams we should totally do a podcast crossover with oh they want us to go they want us to go stateside that's it we need to go out to Ah, uh, we, we need to go out stateside Record the stuff there. Buy a football team while we're there. We then practically come back. built America. We can build build up indie city football. We can do this. A fucking lad from Kilkenny fucking designed the White House. Football manager, football show, indie city football spin off edition. Football. It it's like it comes out on a Wednesday night or a, a Tuesday. We should get in touch with the football manager show, the athletic one. That's very easily done. Yeah, get in touch with them. It'd be like, hey, uh, say rename your show. Ho- no, not even that. Just host <laughs> our show as like a spin off to your show. <laughs> Just put it on your phone. Fo- put it on the athletic there. No, you don't have to not? give us any money. Why not? Why not? Uh, quick break to listen to the football manager football show name drop with soccer with Brian and Indy City Football on the Twitter. Sources confirm that we plan to become Indy City Football's first official international club owners in a bid to beat former Real Fletcher Pla uh, expats to save Korea. MJ Dunn and Derek Henry to the punch. Can we, I send Robbie over there? We got to play during the off season. It's, it's going to happen. Robbie, you're going over to America to play during the off season. No, we've said this even as a scoreline thing. We were going to buy a club. Or we were going to like invest in like a foreign club. I've asked you to invest in we're, we're Castle Warren. We're going to like we're going we're to pick a foreign club and we're going to support them to within an inch of their lives uh, and everything else. That I want free merch. Uh, there's been loads of updates to Football Manager as well. Uh, for do we get to experience those updates because we're already we in a save game? We do. There's, most of them are in there. I would question some of them because I wonder you, this is a shit show. You, you have you have uh, goalkeeper gripes to give out about, oh. and we had some horrific goalkeeper gripes and uh, everything else. And I have. One of the biggest fucking defensive clangers I've seen in an age with players who have their back to the goal and they just look like they're asleep in the defence. Like genuinely look like they're asleep in the defence. Um, but let's get into let's get into uh, the league side of things for this week. So last week we finished up all of you. Well, I'd say all of you. Uh, you both finished up your August runs uh, in the league. I had one game uh, left to play, and we're coming up on transfer deadline day. Oh, fucking transfer deadline day! That was the biggest fucking bullshit ever. I was the only one that took part. I think. Oh, I did. I had like five transfers on the go. I got I got one in. Uh, I got one in and then I lost him because he were you, I think were you asking last week about players Robbie sorry uh, I point to you and then you realise people can't see you uh, yeah. were you asking last Lovely. week about players be, being able to sign players specifically for your under 23s or somebody was no I wouldn't have that degree of um, astuteness of insight that's fair enough yeah. um, he didn't buy anyone no, no I didn't. he didn't that's the fucking no. fun part of it yeah but I drained the fun out of things Shane you know that I know this yeah, you I, know I that know this. <laughs> you know that's why I'm here fair. <laughs> uh, we got we got a message in on scoreline one time uh, we do the like if anyone doesn't know Rob, Robbie like pretty much cold presents at the weekend with me on a Saturday at least and uh, we got a message in going hi Shane can you wish happy birthday <laughs> to X, Y and Z I said Robbie that's the, you know big <laughs> great big day and all that and Robbie just goes don't rape birthdays <laughs> 
I don't. I said, what do you mean you don't raid birthdays? He's like, just don't, see the, just don't see the point of them. They are a bit pointless. Wow. Yeah. Look, look, I can go very deep into that stuff, but I won't. Yeah, that's why I, I would like, because we're starting playing Christmas tunes on KCLR, and like last weekend was the first time I got to play Christmas tune on the radio. Didn't even go to him once to get his thoughts on Christmas. I was like, he's just going to shit all over it. Christmas is over. Hallmark season. It's all a load of bullshit. See, lads. see, this is it's it. all a load of bullshit to give people something to look forward to. At Angry Young Scrooge Under, FM. Yeah, ultimately. That well, like to be fair, that's the exact same sentiment that I use towards Valentine's Day. Yeah. Why? Why are you getting her for Valentine's Day? Nothing. It's a load of bullocks. Yeah. yeah. What you get her for Christmas? Um, I can't say it. She might listen to it because I might have it on in the car when I'm dropping her to work and stuff. You listen to yourself Sometimes You're like Christian Bale In American Psycho Well no I don't Hello? Hello? Well I am who's, a neurotic Who's, who's 96% neurotic <laughs> 96% Do you want yeah. to tell everybody About your personality I test I, Right so I did like This personality <laughs> test Where it's it, it looks like All your traits and stuff It's not and, Scientology And uh, I, I'll, I'll get it open there now You've got no traits <laughs> Huh you got no fans, Rob. Hugs, the, fans. hugs the line, it. drops deep to collect ball. <laughs> so, Likes to try his one, too. I'm, 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 Stupidly blonde hair. Oh, yeah, I am blonde, by the way, now. Oh, he's blonde. Oh, yeah, we, 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 we identified that last I'm week. We did, did we? I identify as blonde. Um, so my openness to experience is set at, these are all out in America of 100%, is set at 41%. My conscientiousness is set at 21%. My extroversion is 76%. My agreeableness is 4%. Jesus, that is pathetic. And my neuroticism is 96%. That's also pathetic. And then I had to go Google neuroticism. <laughs> and there isn't <laughs> any positive outcomes that come with that. It's, it's not like, yes, being 96% neurotic is a good thing for you. No. It's like, no, get therapy. <laughs> 96% anything isn't good, really, is it? That's it. You, you, can, you could switch to Football Manager Therapy. Also very good podcast. I can't, I can't get into uh, Football Manager 23 like in my own save, and I haven't gone back to the Multiverse save in 2022. I, I started playing the last I, I will say, I will say Michael Kenny City save has taken a backseat until Christmas. Yeah. I need to give. I need to find an afternoon to give myself I, time I went, to I went back a few to, months. to playing the last of us. What a fucking tremendous game. I'm very aware of the sandbox or the, the, the linear element of it yeah. and that you're just kind of in a, a sandbox and you're, you can only go certain places. But I tried to play something that was different because Days Gone is one of my favourite games ever. Oh, so good. And I just typed in games like Days Gone. The first one that came up was Death Stranding. Got it on, the, got it on PlayStation Plus. It's a fucking walking simulator. What the fuck? There's nothing to it. it. There is nothing to it, man. I could just go out for a walk on in, on the hills of fucking okay. Ireland. Thank you for reminding me that my PlayStation Plus subscription is due for renewal in December. I, I'm not. I'm. Kind I. I don't think there's enough content on it. No. Like even cla- classic games, like they should be busting out the classic game. Trying a fucking FIFA '97 on it from the PS1 days. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Busted. They have Siphon Filter Two or maybe Tekken Two. They're fucking a whole litany of games that they could be throwing on it. Give me all the Splinter Cells, motherfucker. Telling you, uh, transfer deadline day. Talk, yeah. talk me through it because so, you had a rough time. Yeah, I did. So I'm taking part in transfer deadline day, and I'm waiting on uh, a few players to come in. But I'm waiting on the Paulinho transfer to go to Brighton. So I'm getting eight million from that, right? And it's all agreed, it's all ready to go. So I start looking. I go right. I'm looking for a left back because I don't trust uh, Ruiz and I don't trust Isagio and the other guy that I have there. And I, I, I didn't look at a keeper, and I should be looking at a keeper because I thought Iturbe would be really good. Um, so I, I see a left back in Italy called Ruggeri he's only 20 you know me I love the wonder kids um, and then I see uh, a guy called Rocco Simic who's with I think RB Salzburg or RB Leipzig but I think it's Salzburg and he was in the Austrian league and he banged him in in the Austrian league only 18 years of age 
So Simic is a loan with an option to buy once again. So I was like, all right, nice one. Only six milli vanillis. So I have him on loan, but I don't have enough money to confirm the loan. And I'm like, well, Paulinho's transfer is going through. And then I get a work permit until the first. So that's delayed until the first. So Paulinho's transfer won't be able to go through until the day after my uh, transfer window goes down. So now all the transfers that I have up are... Sorry, does that mean that he can still leave, but you can't bring anybody Oh, in? he will leave. He's yeah, leaving yeah, 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 once yeah, yeah. that work permit goes yeah. through. Well, I won't be able to bring anyone in because I don't have the funds. Correct. So, um, my Rocco Simic, is it Lars Butner or something that I was bringing yeah, in? The, Bender? Where is he playing? He's in He's in Holland. 18-year-old Holland yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, See, I'm looking at bringing these guys in as well and prop- hopefully selling them for bigger money in January. Uh, I had a guy, a, one, a wonder kid from Brazil coming in for like 100k. Um, there was another guy in there, uh, the Ruggeri, uh, Bender, and then Simic. He was the loan. And I needed 500k and I only had 127k. I was like, what am I going to do? So I started offering up Nuno Santos. Santo. No one's fucking interested. Jolson Fernandez, 19-year-old, who's probably going to be a wonder kid. I was like, no, I just want to create my own team. Then I see Monaco come in for a guy called Marco Cruz, but I had automatically rejected it because he's worth, like, say, 2 million. They're offering 300k. I was like, no. So then I went in and I was like, you know what? I'm going to offer him up for a million. No one bats an eyelid, right? The initial Monaco transfer was up to 880k so it was like 575 and then the rest in, in like installments and stuff so I said no then I offered him up no one uh, no, not even Monaco are like no so then Monaco do put in a bid and it's down at 300k so they went from 800k down to 300k so I had to negotiate him up I ended up getting around 750,000 for it um, but from that transfer then I only got 350k back, but 350k plus the 100 and whatever I had was enough to bring in uh, Rocco Simic on loan. So Simic is confirmed. And then I get a message saying I get 500k if Nunes plays five more games for PSG. But why couldn't I cash that clause in? Mm. You know, I yeah, could have so, ca- some of them some of them still can't be sold on. Yeah, so and now people aren't happy that I saw Marco Cruz. Either am I. He's only 18, um but like, he's the only one. I went in through the whole B team, offered nearly all of them up for sale. He's the only one that got a sniff. Um, so I had to get rid of him. And all my other transfers then couldn't go through. Okay. And then when Paulinho ultimately does go through the next day, from the 8 million transfer, I get 2 million. I didn't realise there was a, a, a 40% clause in whatever Ooh. contract he had. So 40 went to SB Bragg, I think. So oh, they got Jesus. 2 million. So I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, you're just pissing against the wind. Yeah. And and no like I mean, no calves. All the interest that Tottenham were shown, not a sniff. It's funny because we had that uh, uh, Spurs came in looking for Ramos, valued at around nineteen million. Test the waters with a bit of twelve. I rejected, <laughs> saying that well he has a minimum fee release clause of one hundred and twenty million. So give me one hundred and twenty million. They say no. So then they go and look at dropping like fifty eight, fifty nine million on on Memphis Depay. I did pick up one player uh, during the the window. Uh, first time that I've been able to do this, I think in in quite some time. Went to the board, uh, tried to get this little guy on loan, and then tried to structure a whole deal where it was like I will pay you ten grand because I had seventeen thousand euro in a transfer budget. That's all I've got. Uh, ten grand, uh, but I 
will spread three million over three years plus you know including bonuses and other bits and bobs. Uh, they were agreeable to a structured deal, but they wanted three million up front and the rest of bloody bloody blah. So what has happened is I went to the board and I said, listen. I need this player. You got to make it happen. Give me the money. They're like, why should we give you the money? I said, well, he's going to go to one of our opposition and we have a chance of flipping this guy and making lots of money off him in the future. And they were like, actually, do you know what? You seem to have this all planned out. We're going to give you the money because we've just gotten all that Champions League money that came in, the 15 million from the group stage that's sitting in the bank. So they sliced off 3 million quid. Uh, and they handed off to whoever I bought him from. I can't even remember now at this stage. Augustine Rodriguez, who signs on a four-year deal at uh, two and a half grand a week for three point one million. He doesn't have to be a fringe player until at least twenty four, twenty five. Uh, and uh, there's a whole load of other stuff. I have optional contract extension if I need to peg him on a little bit later on. Agent fees. Everything else was really, really low. Uh, and he comes in in the middle of the transfer window. I have a game. First game of the week. I go to play Santa Clara. It's my game in hand. Fabio Martin starts on the left uh, and he tells me he's now confused because he's playing in the position that he asked to be played in as opposed to me playing him in the right wing where I want him to be played. Uh, Arsenez replaces Enzo in the middle. Uh, it doesn't really matter though. Uh, Martins gets the first goal of the game. It's Arsenez and Rafa. Rafa to Martins, who's uh, kind of like, I don't know, uh, he's gone from like did I switch Rafa out to the left wing or something anyway cuts into the box low past uh, low drive past the goalkeeper on his left hand side it's 1-0 35 minutes we make it 2-0 3 or 4 passes in there Rafa is up again uh, only alarming thing is that um, both my midfielders are now on yellows I'm picking up an awful lot of yellow cards I think I have some stats at the very end of all this on the stroke of half time Fabio Martins uh, and Rafa and João Mario all combined to set Arsenis through he's had a hand in two goals already he's running straight up the middle latches onto a through ball keeps his composure back at the net 3-0 but it's not over just yet Quiltilla to uh, a guy named Ricardinho and this is the problem Otamendi he's 34 years old he's very good but defensively what I'm seeing in the match engine is that he he always looks like he just has his back to the goal uh, and he gets caught napping here he flaps at the ball keeper flaps at the ball it's tucked away 3-1 at half time you think they have a chance of getting back in it no changes at the break I go only commentary for the second half I make four changes on 70 minutes uh, Fabio Martins gets a second goal he's starting to fucking bang him in now I take you him stole off. him I take him off he's Robin going to be snapping because he's on a hat trick they go down to 10 men uh, they get a second back to Gawa who got the first one he makes it 4-2 and then Peter Musa I bring him off the bench for his first goal of the season uh, it says a lover ball I'm sure I meant to say like a lofty ball in from Arsenal again tees it up a long one over the top because the system manager goes do you know what it's late in the game just slow it down and play direct football so there we start pinging in long balls turns in the box drags the keeper out to the right hand side goes around him 5-2 it finishes Rafa's man of the match boom we close that gap to Sporting down to one point down to one point and then transfer deadline day obviously has to finish does uh, Ramos this fucker didn't buy anyone gets player of the month who gets manager of the month though you do yeah suck my tits bitch <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> 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 Robbie's still holding on to not buying anybody yeah but they wanted Roma wanted to loan Bruno Costa and if you remember from I think it was two weeks ago Bruno Costa was desperate to leave so I was like yeah let him go and if he wants to go, you can go. Um, oh. The deal falls through. And uh, he rescinds his transfer request officially. So he's staying oh. at the club. 
wants to help you out with bad times. That's almost no, like, like Buffon when, like, he, when he wouldn't leave Juventus after they got relegated. He just wanted to help him out with the bad it's times. Like, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. Okay, go. No, I don't want to go. Yeah, I think he realised he's not as good a player as he thought. Yo. No offence to him now. You've got to keep an eye on Pepe and see how he gets on it. Where does he go back PSG, to PSG? Yeah. Two and a half million for a 39-year-old isn't bad. That's not bad at I all. I mean, you know. There's some some 37 year olds are throwing hissy fits still at the World Cup. Yeah, and they might be making 173 million quid a year, depending they on where they end up at the end of free. the season. They'll be going for free. They will. But Shane O'Keefe is the uh, Liga B win uh, Portuguese manager of the month. Congratulations. Five games played, a win ratio of 80%. That's four wins. Uh, that's four wins. That's four it's wins. a win ratio of eighty percent. Yeah, four wins and a four you wins should, and you a draw. You know percentages. You deal in accountancies. I, I don't accountancies. You did have he a draw. He's not a word. And then it is uh, the first big match of the week. Yeah. Hey, let me get my match out of the way first. Okay, you, 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 you do yours because we're going to go ahead. Why don't we get both matches out of the way very swiftly? <laughs> um, I have a, a a thing here going. Oh, now I get offers. For players after the fucking transfer window, so I just reject. I, them. I think that's the late transfer window, though, from from the, the Premier no, League. It's that? bullshit. It's Everyone's bullshit. going on about this AI, and I say it nearly every fucking podcast. Miles Jacobson sorts of shit out. The yeah. AI on transfers does not work. It just does not work. It yeah. is not fair. Yeah, the AI is bullshit, <laughs> and it's not. It's not very often that me and Robbie agree on stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He just, he's not even buying or selling players. So, yeah, I know. He can't because, sell you know why? Because he, he doesn't trust the system. He can't sell the players he knows that want to leave. It's flawed. It's fundamentally flawed. We've been saying this for fucking years. Fucking years. Release a patch. Oh, we've stopped the defenders from passing the ball back to the goalkeeper on the 77th minute of every game. And that happens in the fourth division of the Vanorama. Fuck off. Sort the transfers. Sort it. It's a fucking... An abomination at times. It's FIFA-esque. Needs a, needs a little less arcade mode. No, why don't you just be able to fucking sell players out of the millions of clubs you have? Not one fucking club is going to make a bid for the 18,000 players you have up for sale. Maybe they don't want them. How can, you not, how can not one club want them? Not one. Know. What I'm more about it, what I'm more annoyed about is that when you see somebody like go go back to the transfer deadline day, you go into that screen and you're looking at uh, we had a look at it last night where it's the you can see players that are attracting interest like on on your team, so players that are attracting interest for transfer and players that are attracting interest for loan. So it should give you an indication that if I was to go and offer off these players, I should be able to get something from them. Um, but either the interest isn't strong enough or concrete enough or you offer them out at the at their valuation and everybody says no and then the player gets pissed when you reject something and then they go well what you know you try to compromise and you go well what am I going to compromise to you it's like well you're valued at 2.1 million for argument's sake and you say okay well look I'll let you go for a million and he's like that's outrageous nobody's going to pay a million quid for me it's like oh, so why the fuck are you valued at 2.1 million I, yeah. want, I want that money and and I want more because like I know, I know we're works. skewed by this valuation that says, "Oh, it's ten million. He's worth ten million or whatever." And I know you're skewed by that. And maybe that's, but that maybe that's some shit that you have to get right as well as in football manager. But you, do, of course, we're going to be skewed. But you by do, it. you you can do the maths and you can start to add it up when you look at how much is the player earning, how long is his contract there, what's his loyalty bonus on it, what's the agent fees going to be, what am I going to lose when I when I sell him off? The board are only going to let me keep twenty percent, so I'm not going to sell a guy for ten million quid and think, "I'm well, I'm only going to get two million out of this." 
fuck am I going to do reinvesting? And then, and then like the big squad? players, the big clubs come in and fucking completely undervalue them. Yeah. It's fucking atrocious. Atrocious. It's one of the, my biggest fucking bugbears with with this. It is, just is doesn't the, make the fucking sense. It's the selling and buying side. It's it's a fucking joke. And it reflects on I said about it last week it reflects on the director of football as well little things like oh we need a new striker okay and the director of football recommending fucking Valovic or Haaland you're like motherfucker I told you last week I have four euro in my account find me something bullshit and then the board are like oh we need to bring in high profile players I can't you won't give me money I can't sell anybody what what yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. We all hear you. We're all here for you, Shane. Yeah. And then I went on this down fucking deep dive into like Michael Johnson's Man City career. Oh, yeah, Jesus. That was sad. He would have been sold for a big bunny. It was. Poor Michael Johnson. And we talked about a guy who would have been probably his captain in the FAA Youth Cup from Kilkenny, Gary Breen. We talked about him as well. And we went on a nice little trip down memory lane to calm me down. That's it. You can hear about it all on our new podcast starting this week on the Scoreline Podcast Network. Shane Therapy. That's it. Uh, anyway, uh, then the Champions League stage, before the games, you had to register your players. I could only register 22. Oh, are you missing... Yeah, I didn't have enough players. Ah, fucking the... pull them up from your B team. Sure. I, well, that's what I did. It's still Because they have to be playing for X amount of years. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't work. So I only registered 22. But I have a few under 21 players that... That don't need to be registered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so I go up against Boa Vista. Roas uh, is on... Uh, a left back for someone who got injured I can't remember Philippe Augusto is on the bench and <laughs> before the game you know where it says like they're feeling confident they're feeling bad Philippe Augusto was feeling roused <laughs> I had to do a double take I was like wait what did I just say roused isn't aroused it's two different things you know? I, no I thought where are you going where with that you, you going? dirty bastard <laughs> I was talking about roud I was roud like, yeah no, I was talking about aroused. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's just sitting there with an erection in the dressing room, and we're all, and we're all, Jesus we're Christ. all not meant to, like, you know, recognize you see, it. Your lack, of, your lack of, your lack of understanding. For I, your I, logic. I can see what I happens. I can see what happens in the Castle Warren dressing rooms. All of a shot. Oh, it's like, Jesus, Kane. we're playing Thomas. Come on, playing Thomas in a minute. Put that towel down, Robbie. Stop being very roused oh, over God, there. That. Fucking hell. Okay, so that's what, we, that's what we call them. You've got, play, you've got players that are... <laughs> Rousey Robbie Dowlett. You've got players that are aroused going to play Bovis. Yeah, so I have Philippe Augusto on a boner there, but... Uh, <laughs> Ken's marking that down so you can take it out. Yeah. Uh, right, so Palestri goes close from outside the box. They have a player injured. So this is a question that I want. When they have a player injured, do you focus play down that side? Yes, yeah, I absolutely do. And then if I see a player is carrying an injury, hard tackles. I go back in. Hard tackles always press. Break the fucker up. <laughs> oh yeah, and it, like better still if I can, if I have somebody who's like you know fast, heavy hit or hard, and will just like you know maybe has a bit of aggression about him. Yeah. No, fucking mill him out of it. Yeah, I like, I like, I like like a midfielder man marking someone like that. If you have a three man midfield, I loved when Herrera did it for Hazard for Man United against Chelsea. It's just so fun to watch. Who has now retired from international football? Who Herrera or Hazard? Hazard. Oh right. Um, 
anyway, it, it doesn't really fucking work. <laughs> My hard tackling on the right winger nearly resulted in me giving away a penalty, but VAR ruled it out. Um, I, no shots on target, so I look to start getting early crosses in. I do a bit of Demi Moore because fuck on a paltrow. First shot on target is 30 minutes in. I go balance from positive. I focus play down the left, and then boom, they get a goal against the run of play in the six-yard box. A little tap, tap, tap in. So I'm one, na- one nil down, and I, I, I knew a goal was coming so I give it a bit more of a demi more and realised I'd just been playing really really badly so I berate the cunts berate them Adnan's such a bad keeper as well how like oh wait was this the keeper that you took off yeah I took him off at half time yeah yeah um, I, I kicking a bit of a water bottle then I ended up getting fucking one shot on, in 10 on target we go attacking Trincao is on for Edwards then Beljo gets the equaliser no calves from the attacking midfielder position. He's so crucial. Lovely through ball. Five minutes later, is 2-1. The Beljo, another cool finish after Poro sets him up. And then nothing really. Palestri's off for Rashina and they don't do anything. Simic and Augusta won on 93 minutes. I didn't even really shut up shop. It just won 2-1. Well, that's all right. Beljo yep. scores again. Yeah, the Beljo. The Beljo scores. Yeah. He's just now known as the Beljo. Yeah, then have PSG up next. Like the Don. We get... Um, we got our first head-to-head. Host versus host. Robbie's first big test. Potentially... Robbie's big day out. My my first big test. I send the scouts to Porto to see what I can learn about them. Correct me where I'm wrong. The preferred formation for Porto is a 4-2-3-1 playing a defensive midfielder and an attacking midfielder with wide play. Yeah. It was at the start of the season. Then it changed to a diamond. You prefer uh, balanced in terms of uh, pressing with a standard style and your your playing mentality is typically... Childish. uh, Typically balanced. Uh, There's a really hard-working squad of plenty of players willing to put in the required effort. Uh, Off the ball, the team in general are very good at off-the-ball movement and can create problems for us to solve. Hopefully, Otamendi standing up to some of that. Uh, The players tend to take their goal-scoring chances... A joke? No, this is this is legit. I want to see if I have to fire my scouts or if they're all good. Uh, there are questions about the squad's marking. Uh, this isn't the best squad in terms of positioning, and it's a fairly eccentric group of goalkeepers. I've only played one goalkeeper, Costa. Yeah, yeah. who's in goal? I'd be curious. Sometimes they're horseshit, and sometimes I should not. say I shouldn't have laughed at the taking their chances. They actually are good at taking their chances. There's just one player in particular in particular who I really banked on this season has let me down badly. Who's that? He's a fine out. It was like okay. me last season banking on Robbie as a striker and I had to put him oh, in defence. But look at him now. Yeah. You don't have the, to bank the on him. That's, that's called tough he, He's just a banker. It's he's he's just like... He's just... <laughs> dra- he's literally dragging Castle Warren to Division 1. The, no, he's not. The player is Taremi. Ah, oh, yes. And he was on fire in pre-season. Not so much on fire no, anymore. No, he's just not doing it. And then he was linked with a uh, move away. Oh, yeah. Where was, where was that to? He was linked uh, with a move away. Did you have to do anything about that? PSG? It was just one of these rumours. Oh, rumors yeah, I seen that. Yeah, no, there was no no big come in or not. No, no, no interest yeah. at all. So, Benfica take on Porto in what is the O Classico Derby. I don't know if that's just a nod to the, the port and the O and the thing, but it's yeah, called the O Classico Derby. Uh, we have home advantage, uh, obviously enough uh, sellout crowd, 62,160 yeah. people there. We've done three straight league wins. Uh, current manager Robbie Dowling, 
is there because uh, we're all there for the same time blah blah blah, blah. Uh, Benfica may not risk Lucas Verissimo we absolutely won't because he's gone out for another three months with cruciate ligament injury uh, and you may be without uh, Wilson Manafa yeah I am who's also the same yeah who will not play anyway so yeah so that, that was pretty much yeah uh, and that's a great story and we'll move it on to the Champions League pretty, <laughs> pretty much think supporters expectations we are as hopeful of as ever of beating Porto yeah they thought I was going to lose and they were hoping for a draw at best oh well that's not too bad yeah uh, the board have no specific expectations for the game other than they expect the team to win the next match which is kind of ridiculous so we start I have uh, uh, <laughs> Vlacadimus I need a Shacadimus and players joke yeah. in there somewhere Grimaldo Otamendi Morata Gilberto uh, Mario uh, Enzo uh, Julian Draxer Rafa David Neres and uh, Ramos is up forward 15 seconds on the clock Robbie I don't even know what happened we just click play the game kicks off yeah. and uh, Ramos has the ball in the back of the net and ultimately sets the league record for the fastest goal in Portuguese league history yeah uh, shambles is all I can say uh, I looked one way looked back towards the screen it was 1-0 deflating and um do you know there's you know when you see the lash and rain coming down? Uh-huh. And you're the team on the back foot kind of heading into the game and then you can see 15 seconds into the game you kind of think it's ominous. Um there's just a lot of managers I can remember their last game being in the pour and rain. <laughs> and you make this sound like this is your last game yeah, for Porto. And I was I was thinking <laughs> this could be my last game when that goal went in. But I did respond. You did because I by did the respond. time I had by the time I had remembered to write out my team and get to the end of the sentence that says twenty seconds in Ramos scored, it was corrected to fifteen. Uh Tony Martinez. Yeah, Tony. He had four goals coming into this, even though he only started one game, I think. Maybe two at this stage. So I started him again up front with Taremi in that diamond shape. And I mean, the first ball comes to him, he finishes it. He's a lethal finisher, to be fair to him. And I'm thinking, right, now I'm settled away from home. Uh, it's one all. I'm going to be on the back foot because Ken obviously has more knowledge of the game, but nevertheless, but I'm game, on equal but a terms. A game is a game is a game. The game's a game, as you say. But I'm thinking, you know... Here we are. I had to remove the get stuck in instruction because we were too committed. And that done absolutely nothing for the commitment levels because um, as you're going to find out, I absolutely shot myself in the foot. You did. Uh, so we're playing this on extended highlights and there's not an awful lot of highlights. No. Because I I, I had asked you to see if it was if yeah, it was yeah, on, yeah. if it was a thing. Um, and there's nothing there. Yeah, my like, games are fairly dead, I will say that. There's seven or eight, seven or eight attempts on goal made between both sides mm. uh, and then on the stroke of half time oh, Jesus. you absolutely shoot yourself in the foot Wendell goes in with a hard tackle this is after I turned off the get stuck in instruction and they told me there's going to be an issue Joe Mario had got a yellow card to right back a little bit earlier on so I was like look I can't be affording any more red cards it's hurt me so far this season just keep 11 players on the pitch I have a chance Wendell sent off right on the stroke of half time I mean I'm kind of clinging I, I thought it was a grand tackle I have to say, but obviously it wasn't. Uh, I'm kind of clinging on to half time, but I do get in you at half time yeah. one all. But I, it was ominous. It was ominous. I mean, I, I bring on Zanussi for Gruwich and I go four three two, uh, if that makes sense. So still one hole in mid two either side of that hole in midfield player, uh, four to back with Zanussi gone in at left back for Wendell and then Taremi and actually I take off Taremi and bring on Ivan Nilsson at half time. 
Uh, and I'm thinking, you know, maybe I can hit them on the counter or something like that. But even looking at it here, I mean, you you dominated in fairness, 11 shots to four, five on target to two in favour of you, and an XG of one to 0.25. So you probably, I was lucky enough to go in on equal terms at half time, but still, I thought, you know, I'm in the game. I'm not getting absolutely pulverised. Yeah. Um, as long as there's 45 minutes there, you're yeah. still in the game. Yeah. Because I make, I make two changes at the break as well. I take off uh, Zhao, Mario and Julian Draxer, both of which I'm fairly sure are uh, carrying yellow cards. Because uh, I, I looked, I, like by the so end... So many yellow cards? By the end of the, by the, end of the week, uh, I have as many goals in the league as I have yellow cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm getting... F- I'm I, like I'm not telling players to get stuck in. Like if anything, yeah. I'm telling players to stay on their feet because uh, like you can you can tell players to get stuck yeah, in yeah. and like that'll kind of drive them over. Like over the course mm. of ninety minutes, it's a lot to play. Like with I think with get stuck in on yeah. the whole time. So stay on their feet, try and avoid it, or else I'm going into individual player instructions. Going ease off tackles, ease off tackles. You fucking stop. Yeah. Or at half time, it's like you're booked calm your shit or there's going to be trouble uh, I bring on Arsenez and uh, Fabio Martins on at half time 52 minutes on the clock got a header off a bar from a corner the rebound yeah. is cleared out that was close I haven't ha- I don't think I've had a whole lot from corners this time around uh, but I, I just off the air mark Gilberto and Grimaldo are on the left hand side Fabio Martins threads one through to Ramos just before Gilberto comes off for wrist stitch so I was just about to bring him off uh, but he's involved in the set of play makes it 2-1 yeah and that's it then it's kind of game over from there yeah I knew I was in trouble at that stage we hit a fucking frightening 6 minute blitz 70 minutes Enzo from deep long ball over the top to Fabio Martins in the 6 year box lifts it into the roof of the net uh. Fabio Martins is on the left hand side again on his right foot curls it from this was the dirtiest goal I've seen in a while curls it from just outside the edge of the box top right corner 4-1 and then on 76 minutes Fabio Martins who's now booked finds Enzo outside the box cuts through traffic slots home makes it 5-1 yeah. and then in 6 minutes it's just yeah I go caught I, I had gone very attacking at 3-1 um Going very attacking with 10 men isn't the best of things well, to do. you got to uh, try it, though. I think when it gets to four, maybe five, I just have it here go cautious to stop the bleeding. Um, curtains for the game and possibly my season. You were very loud when you were playing. I Generally was, when me and you play, it's like fucking dead It felt like a big game for me. Yeah, I but we, we used to be that loud and then we just grew too accustomed to each other's silence. I've been accustomed to so thing. Robbie's but, generally silent though, that's what I was saying. He was I generally am, yeah, silent. It was a big game, it was a big this, game. There was a, there was a lot riding on this now. For me anyway, uh, was, yeah. But 93 minutes, the goal scoring wasn't over, ladies and gentlemen. No, Peter Musa comes off the bench uh, to replace Ramos, makes it uh, two and two games because I, I must have brought him in. Oh, I did, I brought him in the last game. Uh, Goncalves with a corner after getting nothing from set pieces all game Otamendi knocks it down the keeper is beaten it's a bit scrappy to be fair but Musa was there sweeps it home 6-1 in front of 64,160 fans oh my and those Porto fans got refunded by the players did they? they did Who's Porto? That's how bad it was. Oh, wow. Who's yeah. Porto? I've not seen that in a while. Yeah. And then some fans stuck up for, didn't stick up for me, but they were just basically saying, you make your decision to go to a game, you should pay for it. Um, but fair play to the players. They showed great character when I didn't need them to show great character. I needed it on You the needed pitch. it like 90 minutes yeah. previous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fans are great, but they don't put the ball in the back of the net. 
and uh, neither do my players shit well there you go uh, Ramos's goal 15 seconds into the match is a new league record fastest goal scored in a game delighted yeah go forth and break that Tony Martinez is the only one with over 7 rating for me again pretty pathetic another away day hammering 3 now this season and nothing new there Tough, hard, tough, hard tough. to recover from this so the league table as it looks then after 6 games uh, we have uh, Sporting on top with 16 points Benfica in 2nd 15 points and Porto back in ninth, uh, 7 points and a minus 7 goal difference yeah but top half Two wins from six. I'm going, Jacks. Talk amongst yourself. Okay, champions. Too much monster. We're going straight into the Champions League, and I'm going to I'm going to keep these short because the rest of my games this week I'm keeping them fairly short mm. until we get to myself and Shane are going to play uh, as Porto uh, as uh, Benfica and Sporting to finish off this week because mm. my fixtures list for September is so fucking packed and so terrible. I get Manchester City in the Champions League. <laughs> my first thoughts. My first thoughts about Champions League football this year uh, on the group stages. Having come through the group stages, is that one balls I got to play City and two Haaland is so fast uh, he would be like like very very fast I mean I had Haaland in I uh, the, the last time I played Haaland I got I think I bought Haaland in FM21 we were close to finishing up season 4 we were in Spain I brought Haaland into Madrid uh, and it was a str- fairly strong Madrid squad at that uh, and he was banging him in for Madrid and oh, it was yeah. it was great. Uh, and then Football Manager 22 happened, didn't touch him and we, we know where he's ended up in, in real life and everything else and he is, he's, he's a generational player. He's, 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 uh, he's, he's frightening. But in this, he's also frightening. He's first to every ball. He looks like a gazelle in the match engine, sprinting away. Uh, his pace is electrifying and he's terrorising my team 15 minutes in it's all City all day he's had 4 attempts on goal in the first quarter of an hour and I'm getting nothing out of it uh, I'm denied a blatant penalty on 24 minutes and then Haaland scores because of course Haaland is going to score uh, Ba, who I have playing as a right back because uh, Gilberto was suspended um, he's playing it back to the goalkeeper so he dispossesses Ben Foden Phil Foden. Phil Foden. Ben Foden is his former correct. husband. He dispossesses Phil Foden on the left-hand side and he goes to pass it back to the goalkeeper. So my goalkeeper, in his infinite wisdom, spots Otamendi on the edge of the box and plays a short pass out to him. But Otamendi isn't watching what's happening behind him. Otamendi is watching the other side of the pitch. He has his back to the goal and he goes and passes it to Otamendi. Haaland is standing beside Otamendi on the edge of the box so he picks up the ball from Otamendi turns my goalkeeper is entirely out of position Haaland just fires across the edge of the box keeper's caught out of place it's 1-0 down it's absolutely ridiculous it's a defensive fucking shit show half time we carry it all the way to half time it's still 1-0 down we've had nothing our XG is 0.04 and then they go and they do something weird and I do not know if this is a reflection of real life because they were saying that okay for football manager 2023 there's going to be these changes to managers the artificial intelligence of managers is going to uh, is obviously going to change and they're going to try and mimic real life managers more so if you're playing Pep Guardiola he's going to play like you think Pep would or if you're playing Marino it's how Marino may play or Klopp is how Klopp may play or certain managers making certain decisions mm. but the decision that AI Pep made that while Haaland was in fine form, no injury, no concern, no stresses, no nothing at all, they take Haaland off at half time. He has been 
all over the pitch. He has had all of their chances. He has put them 1-0 up. And they swap Haaland out with Jack Grealish. And all of a sudden, I'm looking at the Man City team going, Foden is carrying a knock. Haaland is gone. I need to go on the attack. And if I go on the attack, I might get something out of the game. And 10 minutes after the restart, it's one all. Grimaldo and Draxler have brought Draxler on at halftime because Fabio Martins was getting boxed out of things on the left-hand side. So Draxler is in on the left. Long ball over the top to Ramos. Beats a Kanji. He wins up getting taken off from Nathan Ake. Uh, and it's one all. Neres has to come off, but we dominate the second half against City. 76 to 90 minutes, it's all us. We get six, seven, eight chances maybe in the game. Finishes one all. Draxler Hill is a super sub. Uh, I did eat Rafa and Ramos at halftime. Juventus beat Copenhagen 2 0 to top the group. Ottomendi and Neres pick up knocks, but we get out of City with a one all draw. And I think that's a good start to our Champions League group stage. How does your Champions League go, Shane? Well, I'm um, PSG up next. My undefeated streak will be over, no fucking doubt. I get in a fight with my left-back Ruiz beforehand because they're like, oh, he wants a new contract. And then it gives you the option to discuss with the agent. And sure, the agent's like, what are you talking to me about? And then I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So then I go to the, the director of football <coughs> to negotiate with him. I don't want to be dealing with frivolous matters like that. And... <coughs> It goes, do you, are you sure you don't want to discuss with the agent? I was like, I already fucking did discuss with the agent. He told me to be like, oh, what are you doing? So then I had to go to discuss with the agent. And the agent's like, yeah, he wants 54 grand a week. I looked at it. I was like, he's on 14. He wants 54. He's done nothing. Like, he hasn't been great. So I, I just fucking... Walked away. Give it give it to the fucking... Uh, what, what's it? Yeah, that lad. Give it to him. You sort it out, bitch. I don't want anything to do with it. And then he gets 30, he gets on 30k. Why are you telling me 54k and you reach 30k? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Anyway, a turban Trincao start versus PSG. And I have a lot of young lads on the bench because I know this is going to be a shit show. I put Palestri on as a winger because Eric Ten Hag was getting on to be going, he's meant to be playing as a winger. I was like, he's playing on the wing. He's, like, he's an inside forward, bro. Who gives a fuck? But he's playing on the wing. All right, I'll put him as a winger. Because I respect you in real life, Ten Hag. All right, I respect what you've done. But I don't. I, I still, at the same time, I don't like the way. I get it. You agree to play a player, and you, if you agree to play a player in the position, you should probably play the player in the position. Yeah. But is it more important for the player to play in the position, or is it more important for the player to play? I don't know. It depends. Like, say, Robbie came to us on loan last year, and he was a striker, and I threw him in the defence. I'm sure they'd be pretty pissed off about that. Like, they probably would. Yeah, Robbie won't mind. He's a trooper. Uh, PSG are really defensive. They have like two defensive midfielders, two wing backs, and three centre backs. Yeah. But then, then you look at their three forwards who were playing in a triangle. It's Messi, Neymar, and fucking the other lad. Mbappe. Mbappe is correct. And I was like, this way suit me. Playing out from the back, <coughs> saunter up the midfield, bring their defence forward. Then boom, on 13 minutes, Palestri over the top, the Belgio dinks it over Donnarumma. Donnarumma is eight foot nine. <coughs> And the Belgio dinks it over him. So congratulations. We're actually on top of this game. All it's going to take, though, is a moment of magic from the likes of Messi or whatever. And my lads have so much space, and then that fucking moment of magic comes from Messi. After Inacio, oh my God, the defence on this. So Mbappe, like, is running. The ball's looped over the top. Mbappe's running. He, like, dinks it. And it's coming on Inacio's head. And instead of jumping for it, he just lets it bounce over his head. Like, it just... You know what I if you're going for a ball, they say never let the ball bounce. It bounced over his head and who ran in behind him? Messi. Fucking Lionel Messi. Hits it first time. One all. Oh. Hakimi then puts the ball forward and Mbappe puts him ahead. It's 2-1. 
Marisa looks tired. Ramos makes a 3-1. Neymar makes a 4-1. I make three subs. I bring all the young lads on in 60 minutes. Neymar makes a 5-1. And Bappe <laughs> hits the post and ends 5-1. This is with an error played. I didn't think it was that, that tough. And then, like, after it is, like, reports that Shane is losing the squad. What the fuck are you on about? Well, because it went a bit mad because you lost 5-1 after being up by 1-0. And then the fucking press go and talk to their manager, whatever the fuck it is, and we're like, what a miraculous comeback. <laughs> what do you want about? Miraculous comeback. I went up on 13 minutes. You were drawn level in half an hour and he stormed ahead. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a questionable. Fucking anyway. bullshit. I knew I was going to lose. I'm, I'm quite happy to come third in the... In this thing, I don't want to go to the next round and get Real Madrid and get another spanking. I want to be in the Europa League. I've said that at the, at the outset. You did, you did to be fair. Uh, Robbie, Champions League or Europa League for you? Champions League. Uh, first game, Sturmgras away. Bayer Leverkusen, Tottenham, and Sturmgras. Obviously, the last team there are the weakest on paper, anyway. Um, and I really can't emphasize paper because. It started bad against Benfica, but, you know, it was poor, whatever. You can't really afford to start bad in the Champions League. You only got six games to go with a group. You got to take advantage when you're playing the weaker teams. Uh, away from home, against them, 1-0 after less than a minute. Omega scores, absolute disaster. Scores again, even though it was originally offside. That's on the 15th minute mark. I'm 2-0 down to Sturmgras. And uh, really I'm questioning a lot of my life choices at this stage, both in the game and outside of. Uh, I don't know where I'm going. Uh, and that's a cry for help if anyone's listening. <laughs> Get in touch on my hotline. <laughs> on, your new, um, on your new Twitter account. Yes, on the new Twitter account. Yeah, yeah, do DM me. Um, so I'm thinking, look, just get in a halftime 2-0. This is an absolute shit show. Clearly the diamond days are done. Um, I have to revert back or try something new, but I'm going to have to get through this game. So if I can gain 2-0 at halftime, you never know get an early first half goal you might get a point out of the game and salvage something uh, that goes out the window when Rutrick scores after a free kick is whipped in and uh, my team decide that winning the header isn't the fashionable thing to do so they let the opposition player win the header it's 3-0 half time what do you say really um, you're 3-0 down against um, you know with the greatest of respects the Sturmgras not the most uh not the biggest of teams with a pedigree in Europe shall we say yeah. um, come back out Taremi scores I'm thinking here we go half a chance maybe you know Miracle of Istanbul and all that stuff uh, he's offside VAR does the, the crap that it does um, that's really disheartening they go up the other end immediately from the fucking offside free kick and get a four on the hour mark and it's curtains at that stage I mean I lose 4 0 the last half an hour of the game, and you just ah. waddle through it. Uh, thanks for the delayed reaction. Um, <laughs> but, like, I was looking at the stats after it. I mean, it's pathetic. There's no getting around it. But it was still, it was like 15 shots to 11 to them, an XG of 1.53 to 0.34. So, it means fuck all. It means expected goals. Yeah, um, and, but you don't get them, so it means fuck all. Like, well, you can say that. You would hope it's, an, it's an indicator though. of how you are playing and yeah, not capitalising on your created, chances. I had yeah. like a five XG one time and I drew one all. Like this bullshit. Well, it's that not because happen. it's not because it's That's not. Yeah. But like if you're if you're going out and you're like those games where you were doing thirty to forty shots a game, thirty nine shots at AC Milan, I think was the record. Yeah, like you got thirty nine shots in a game. Your XG has got to be fairly high. Oh yeah, like, unless they're pot shots all the time, which yeah. it wouldn't be. 
Exactly. Sorry. Yeah, continue. No, there's not much to continue with. I had 58% possession. I've lost a game 4-0. Um, I've lost the will to uh, try and repair this uh, just for that split second after the game. But I do kind of get that back. Okay, so um, you go to... Disastrous me- stuff, though. Really so, disastrous now. So can't emphasize that. As an observation, then, before leaving this one, as an observation, you look at that and you're going 4-0 and you're like, right, i gotta make, I got to make a change. What's the fundamental change that you make going into the next game? Not not say, not not revealing what happens, but you're looking at it in that moment at that time. You're thinking, this I thought was working, this isn't working, and it's not working because X. Well, I think in life, you either go back to something philosophical <laughs> bullshit. You've either go when 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 you're down, you either go back to something that worked for you before, or you try something completely different. Yeah. Um, and I have decided that I have to go back to what I was doing in preseason. And that is simply uh, 4-2-3-1. Be more pragmatic. Try, and as I said in the first podcast, or maybe the second one uh, that I was involved in, uh, drain the game of any sort of entertainment value. Uh, Take your chance or chances when they come. Keep a clean sheet. Don't let them have chances. And um, ultimately, if you have very unmemorable games, uh, but you get come out on the right side of them, that would be my philosophy around football. These games, losing 6-1 to Benfica and 4-0 to Sturmgras, will stick in the memory for a long time. So basically, I've got to revert back to type because that type was successful in the past. And hopefully, and fingers crossed it will be successful going forward, because if it's not, um, I'll probably be uh, queuing up for the dole very, very soon. Yo! Uh, I get supported Braga in, you had to queue up for the doll now did it not just put it in your account I don't know Covid no no Covid I'm not you sure might be fine out can my players uh, I might uh, Sparta Braga is my next game in the league uh, Florentino Lloris is emboldened not aroused uh, to be back in the fold he, makes he wasn't the, roused though was he? <laughs> he makes the bench Traxler starts on the left Martins is out right this time uh, they've lost two on the bench uh, we're coming off four wins and the City draw we're five points clear of Braga back in sixth we're talked out in black and amber as well I quite like it First chance falls in seven minutes. He's Enzo sent Ramos through, makes space, fires wide across the goal. Eight minutes were hit on the counter from that challenge of firing right across the goal. Enzo misses a ball that falls to Vitinha, uh, heads back to Horta, who had been earmarked before the game as the big threat for Braga. He makes it 1-0 and makes it 1-0 looking very, very easy at the same time. Uh, get a one-on-one chance for Ramos going to Begin, about a quarter of an hour in. Uh, another wild shot from Enzo. We are absolutely chasing the goal. Concerning again that we've got five yellow cards by half time. Uh, we start to get a few shots off like from range they're not troubling anybody until half time we're 1-0 down uh, I take off John Brooks uh, who's wrecked uh, I have a defensive problem uh, I have a defense like I have a central defensive problem Antonio Silva comes on hasn't played in a couple of weeks uh, was hanging around the B team he's not 100% fit but he will fit the gap uh, 62 minutes on the clock Gilberto with I am hoping this goes in for a goal of the month contender for September. Uh, he takes the uh, he takes the ball to Rafa, plays it up to he takes sorry he takes a throw into Rafa. Rafa pings it to Draxler, who's now out on the right hand side, drags it towards the corner. He whips it back out to Gilberto, who has run in to the edge of the box. He's still running. He meets it, hits it first time, lets it fly about twenty yards. Bottom left corner. It's one all. Rafa misses a top corner just clips the top corner 83 minutes would have been an unreal finish 90 plus 5 I've got the ball in the back of the net VAR rules it out we finish one all against Braga it's a tough one 
I hate, I hate draws. Who'd you get next in the league? Ah, oh, Vitis Gumerez. Well. Well, how are you? I'm Shane. I'm Ken. Despondent Shane. 1-0 down. No, I'm only joking. Um, you see, what happened here is that when I was writing a report for a game, I accidentally put it in the footer of the page as opposed to the end of a page. So now I'm getting confused. <laughs> How did you, you may have it? noticed it in my first report where I was like, bada, bada, and then I, no, wait, no. Where are, where are my words gone? Yeah, so now I'm, I, it's like all my reports are like an amalgamation of <laughs> loads of different games. Like, yeah. Let's just say Beljo scored and uh, something something happened. Frustration ensues. Rawr. Yeah, well, no, what happened was, uh, I, I found it now. Uh, Louis Nito and Jerry St. Just. Start. Lovely. I like that name. Yeah. St. Juice guy was at Mainz, I think. Is he centre back? Uh, yeah, I'm playing him on the right, though. He's, he can play yeah, right back as well. So, there. Sebastian Cortes had an absolute fucking merit. He was the guy that missed the, the header, not in Nacio. Um, and Poro, I have to rest him because he's doing deadly. But uh, Cortes was absolutely shit the last game. Trincao and Edwards are the wingers. Adnan in goal. I start positive. The Belgio with his eighth goal this season. No calves lays it in to Trincao who puts it in the box it gets cleared but Ugarte shoots and the Belgio just toe pokes it in a minute later the Belgio scores again on the 10th minute so it's 2-0 Edwards plays it in and then boom uh, Jerry gets injured um, so Isagio comes on and then everything goes quiet with 5 more minutes in extra time or in added in before half time I do a little demi more because fuck when the Paltrow but they're well more coming into it coming up to half time I was starting to get a bit yeah. worried straight from the tip off then boom no calves makes it 3 um, on 56 minutes I bring in Tide and Simic because I need, I need to get Simic a bit more um Involved in stuff, they make it three one though, and that's the last thing you want happening after you made a few subs. You don't want them scoring immediately. You're like, oh no, it's going to ha- it's going to happen. But all fears were allayed when Simic set up Edwards four one. Fatawa and Shakon get twenty minutes. But I need some clean sheets though. And then I think I took too long to press continue because I missed the press conference, and my hundred percent press conference attendance record is now gone. Dang. Yeah, so now I won't win a trophy or whatever. Maybe there's a steam thing comes up. A little achievement for hanging around journalists for the summer. Yeah, and then like an elections come up and I, I completely missed all that. And apparently, they, basically the takeaway is um, yeah, a new person's been elected and they are not willing to provide any cash funds. So I was like, oh, lovely. Yeah, typical business as usual. Robbie, where do you go? <coughs> Pacos de Ferreira at home. Seven points from six games coming into this one. Have to win. Revert back to the four two three one. Have Gruich and uh Uebe in front of the back four. I play Cardozo, who is a centre back left of the back four to tighten that up altogether. Joe Mario goes back to right back. Um Carmo and Marsano are the centre backs with Diogo Costa in the goal. The key thing then is Ivan Nilsson comes into the side on the left side of the attack, Pepe on the right, Otavio, who obviously is a key player and has gone out of the last couple of games is back in his favourite position of number 10 attacking midfield player behind Taremi. Now, I've stuck with Taremi um, for this one. I place a lot of faith in him. And, you know, Tony Martinez has been on really his five goals in very little game time compared to um, Taremi, who, of course, is the Iranian striker. But I'm just like, do you know what? I think if you have a number nine... Uh, you have to back him through the hard times and the good because I think ultimately if they do start scoring you'll come out the right side of it. Um, back him 
misses a sitter after 15 minutes I'm losing the plot but that's all that kind of happens really they miss a bit of a chance it was a good save from Diogo Costa in the goal um, I started off okay but it was pretty much a non-event for most of the opening 45 minutes and I'm absolutely delighted with that because as I've said consistently on the show and as I reiterated a little bit earlier um, I just like boring games where there's not much happening again, particularly against teams that on paper um, individually and collectively aren't as good as I am so half time nil nil three shots each one on target each an xg of 0.38 for me 0.3 for them and i have 57% possession so pretty equal against a team I should be beating but I know that I'm going to have to turn it around eventually and I think I, I reiterate that to the players that they have to go out and win the game at half time and that there's a complete change in mindset I, I remain kind of good structurally there's no counter attacks there's no sort of bleeding as such from the defence like there was in the last two games where I've conceded 10 goals over those two games um, so we keep kind of dictating the play we're penning them in um, good use of the ball um, dominating at the start of the second half and I eventually score when and this justifies kind of my decision to go back to a 4-2-3-1 with two wingers um, Pepe who's playing off the right cuts inside puts in a brilliant cross for Ivan Nilsson who arrives in at the far post brilliant header 1-0 it's vindication really for the formation change that I make um, full time vind- back to the way I want sorry vindication vindication for the formation um, full time not much happens back to the way I want to play it wasn't perfect far from perfect but a 1-0 win another clean sheet which is really important for me um, and I would kind of the stats back up the fact that I improved a lot in the second half XG of 1.24 to 0.42 14 shots for me 7 on target in total so again I do hit the target Decent. it wasn't a great performance but a good result and a needed result I think that's 10 points from my 4 games at home so a bit of a fortress as such but it still is very worrying that Taremi is so badly out of form because if you do have a striker and particularly when you're going back to 4-2-3-1 just playing one striker if you can't find the back of the net you're going to be in trouble but nevertheless needed a win got the win move it on what, you can't, it's a lot easier when the striker performs at the start which we saw yeah. like you with uh, uh, oh any, anybody uh, Iheanacho Ichichenko yeah. uh, who had the fall off the cliff a, a terrible first half great second half Troy Parrott what? unbelievable first half of the season with Leicester fell off a cliff in the second half unbelievable first half of the season with uh, Hibbs kind of fell off me and Fabio Sills yeah I've told, Tony Martinez scored five goals he's been brilliant but I just think as a manager there's certain positions goalkeeper the two centre backs um, and a striker I think you kind of have to stick with them as as long as you can now obviously that comes into question the longer they go without scoring or conceding goals whatever it may be but uh, I said I'd stick with Taremi and um, hopefully uh, he'll back me up for that uh, con- conscious of, of time between lunchtime yes. and everything else uh, on recording on a Friday of the podcast day we've got a Champions League game uh, to play and then we've got uh, Sporting and Benfica that we have to have a, a quick look at my Champions League game goes something like playing Copenhagen nil all all the way to 90 minutes and then we get a late winner Neres with a high ball into the box uh, Araujo uh, is there at the back post uh, gets a header and then he turns provider five minutes later because there's like loads of injury time uh, and sets up Ramos for a second and we beat Copenhagen uh, 2-0 and we're doing well because all of a sudden we're top of the Champions League group with four points City in second Juventus in third Copenhagen in fourth and we got to play Juventus in a week or two's time how did 
how do People's Champions League second round experience uh, I'm go? coming off the back of a defeat to Stormgrass need a win huge game uh, six minutes in Patrick Schick scores from a corner the Czech Republic striker um, half time it's 1-0 to them again it's been a pretty dead game but crucially I've gone 1-0 behind so I'm not a good chaser of a game at the best of times I go 4-4-2 flat a formation I haven't used yet bring on Tony Martinez uh, Eustachio and Ivan Nilsson are gone off um, or sorry Ivan Nilsson and Groot are gone on Eustachio comes on so I'm hoping that maybe Martinez will find a chance there's no um, respect to these names Eustachio yeah that's alright there you go right? there, there's a bit Ivan Nilsson Okay. Put a bit right. of cherry on What top. else happened? Uh, Taremi misses a big chance. I'm absolutely fuming at this stage. The man can't hit a barn door with a banjo. Um, Schick scores on the 75th minute. That's his second. That's it. I lose 2-0. Uh, no points from the opening two games. Arguably on paper, two of the three easiest games I have. Complete fucking disaster, really. And the Champions League is probably done for me now unless I pull something miraculous out of the bag. Is the Champions League done for Shane O'Keefe? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I lost to Atletico. <laughs> By much? Oh, by a fucking good bet. Right, so I give Nuno Santos a bit of a run. I don't mind being knocked out of the Champions League, though. As I said, Belgio with the first chance. Well, he kind of makes his own chance with a big, massive shot. And they take control very, very early on. <laughs> Deservedly go a goal up with Rodrigo De Paul, who was my old boy at Udinese. Uh, yeah. Atletico, obviously my old team as well, the bastards. 28 minutes, Carrasco scores an absolute fucking screamer. Then no Cas pulls one back, so it's 2-1. Then on 40, they score another fucking... Cr- Screamer, I think, and then I realised my goalkeeper pulled a fucking Tim Flowers on it. Oh no! The ball rolled to him, and it like just went under him, or in Tim Flowers' case, it went over him. But it was fucking horrendous. A Massimo Taibi job. There's that's more accurate, even though that's went. Yeah, that went under him. Uh, I take the keeper off again. Augusto won I took him Jesus oh, I took him off in the last game as well I think yeah I brought him to Turbe um, but just it's I disturbing I don't think I remember ever taking a goalkeeper off in, in any game that we oh, played oh man they're fucking pissing me off these bitches um, no Cavs then goes down injured which is very very warning I bring Simic on they go 3-2 Cote scored uh, Simic scores close we're going full fucking Leroy Jenkins I don't know why I'm trying to build it up because I lose 4-2 like I've already <laughs> I already said they scored a fourth on the 93rd minute uh, now I'm back into my uh <laughs> in my footer th- stuff so I have the next game stuff already anyway we're, you're lucky because the next game is against you for me and I have no no calves. He's out for four weeks. Okay. Very quickly, Robbie, your last league game. Estrel Preya away. I am unchanged again, even though I was very, very, very reluctant to keep Taremi in the side. Nevertheless, I do. He misses a big chance after a brilliant counter-attack. At this stage, I'm thinking, are you just missing chances for a living or what's happening? Um, Costa makes a big save after 15 minutes. 15 minutes, And then finally, Ortavio finds the ball in between the lines, plays a beautiful ball into Taremi. He flicks it up and buries it with a brilliant finish. It's his first goal of the season. Desperately needed. I go one nil up. He misses a one-on-one straight after, so we're back to normal there. Uh, Gruich goes over the top. Ortavio this time runs beyond Taremi. He he buries it good to see Otavio back on form too he's a crucial player for me moving him back to a number 10 with two wingers has been absolutely key to my attack flourishing 2 nil at half time um, and I'm going quite well um, I've only had 35% possession actually which was a surprise because usually I dominate the games but 4 shots on target happy with the performance 49 minute counter attack way too easy for them perfect start in the second half if you're trailing 2 nil. Uh, Guavia finishes once Martin squares it to him I'm thinking this is going to be a ropey ropey second half from here on in um, 
Um, they score in the last minute. The game stopped, you know, when you have the key highlights. And I was thinking, oh, fuck, no. They throw a long ball in. It's headed in. And I think, oh, no. And it goes to Varen. That split second between when it goes to Varen and when I'm going to find out whether it's disallowed or not is a massive, massive moment with regards to how much sleep I'm going to get tonight. Because if it's a goal, I'm absolutely fucked. Can you say uh, quick? You said a quick, give a quick report. I thought you meant speak quick. Uh, uh, Just give it the fucking goal, result, like. Goal scores. Well, it's very dramatic. I have to go uh, do the newsread at one, like. The goal, it go, come in at hits the back of it. If you'd like me to finish, I'll finish. It scrapes home. Uh, it's disallowed. Uh, I win the game. Two wins. I think that's three wins from four, or four wins from five, or something like that. 13 points from eight games. Up to seven, six off the lead. And I'm Still going for two fuckers. Absolutely delighted. That's me. Done. Brilliant. Thank on. fuck for that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Sporting and Benfica. Yeah, I only get asked two questions in the presser beforehand. Well, and, and I, I don't even remember what the fucking are. And my board and my fans expect me to lose, despite being undefeated in the league. Why would they expect you to lose? Because they're a bunch of bitches. Because Benfica are, are Benfica are the the, the capitalist bastards. <laughs> They're the river play, of course. I, I, I like how you tried to turn this around, like really, the really. The working quickly. class sport in Lisbon. Oh, yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The working yeah, the class pe- the against the two big the bad people's bodies. club and the people's the man. The people's republic man of Lisbon. The people. Jesus wept. I knew, I knew it was a shit show from the start. Uh, I knew without any gun calves, um, I'm going to be absolutely fucked because he's crucial. I need a bit of Johnny Swift in there. So I had to play Edwards in the attacking midfielder role. I have Palestri, I have Trincao. And we go into the game and I knew right from the off then it was just not going to work out. Because few feelings will be sweeter than beating City rivals sporting to finish above them in the league but win, lose or draw the objective is to finish above them. So we have room to lose this game but two minutes in Because I was three points ahead, right? You were three points ahead. Uh, Two minutes in Julian Draxler is on the right hand side. He finds Fabio Martins Who's on the left-hand side? That fucking turncoat bastard. Plays exactly where he wants to play and the fans want to keep seeing him play. Finds space in the box. Makes it 1-0. 1-0 in first two minutes. Two minutes in. I I go Demi Moore and then another disaster happens. I, I actually lose track of this game because I'm just so thick. I realised after 25 minutes, maybe it's when your second goal had gone in, but I realised after 25 minutes and I uh, the, the way my team has been playing. So I clicked like an opposition instruction of play, play a bit deeper and literally they brought my whole line of engagement back to, to the, the halfway to the line. The box or somewhere, yeah. And did that and, and then dropped a deep line I was playing a standard defensive line with a high line of engagement all that went out the fucking window so I'm not blaming that but it's, that's the reason I lost this is definitely a contributing factor because Rafa 21 minutes in the game uh, my, the only note I have it is Rafa is on his bike he tears up the right hand flank Otamendi has a ball out to him on the right hand side and he just runs but he's got nobody in front of him he goes straight into the box clear path to the goal 2-0 no 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 explain that goal Right, that was the ad name. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I berated the cunts after this. You know, on the sideline instruction, I berated. I was snapping because Adnan, such a fucking bad goalkeeper. Right, the ball is on, not even on the edge of the six-yard box. It's it's wide out and it's closer to the bite to the corner line or the fucking tight the end line. Very tight angle. Adnan gets beat on his near post. On his near post, it goes up and hits the kind of under side of the crossbar and goes in. How the fuck does he let that goal in? 
But he did. And I was typing this, and I'm like, motherfucker, Adnan, he's going to get subbed again, but I'm sure if I just bring on the other keeper, he's going to let him four goals like he did against Atletico. He's pieces of shit. <laughs> and then I went back and I seen the Belgio had scored. <laughs> Woo! He had, he made it 2-1 and made it very easy. You miss it because you're taking notes and I'm like, he literally just walked the ball into the back He's of the good, net. man. Way too late. He is so good. Um, I kicked the water bottle at, at half time. They all got fucking upset. Like, how do you get, you're losing. You're losing to your rivals. Yeah. But and you're, you're upset that, I'm upset that we're losing and not playing well. But the problem is, you, were, you weren't you were losing 2-1 at half time, you were losing 3-1 at half time. Was I? You were. Oh, all signs of a comeback Because gone. Enzo... Uh, almost made it 3-0 off a corner cracked one off the post from range ball fell to Fabio Martins pops it in the back of the net fucking turncoat bastard 10 minutes after the restart Fabio Martins is now on the right flank I've completely flipped oh, my are you a tactical genius I am a tactical genius uh, I flipped the play between himself and Draxler so Martins is now on the right hand side he turns provider himself and Gilberto are on yellows and we make it 4-1 and then after that I make a few subs and then Marcus Edwards missed a fucking penalty why wasn't the Belgio taking it he, he was meant to be my penalty taker he missed a penalty all Aut- ch- chances of a comeback were off Automatic- I lost 4-1 Ken's top of the table that's been your fucking show we save it Neres is on Ristich is on grind it out to the end empty the bench but lads how do you can see 13 goals king, in 3 games king of the podcast it's almost like I'm fucking of, Robbie here king of Portugal this week Benfica are top of the table 19 points Sporting are on 19 Gil Vicente are on 19 um, but I have a plus 22 goal difference after the hammerings fuck uh, your football thanks very much for that uh, top of the Champions League group as well I think we've got some good stuff uh, going on and lots to build on but that's it that's where we finish uh, for this week we've had our first couple of host v host games we're going into October next I don't play him until fucking December sorry I'm shouting I have to get ready for a new that's okay you've got news to read Uh, you go and you do that side of things Um, Robbie uh, general observations from you before we wrap for the week uh, doing well against teams that I should be doing well against most of the time uh, crucial that I got a first away win of the season uh, Champions League is disastrous really when you're thinking about losing a home to Bayer Leverkusen and, and away to Sturm Graz without scoring a single goal um, so I haven't thrown a punch there uh, going okay I think it's I'm got, six uh, points ahead of oh him God, and how many go. games he fucking lost here we go <laughs> Matt's don't it's work Neither do the English apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's really that, that. I don't think that's how the rules work. But nevertheless, I mean, thirteen points for eight games. I wouldn't have taken that to start of the season. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, I mean, looking at his mentality, there's a good chance that he could implode very, very soon. In which case, I might bypass him, and who knows? Maybe I will make some sort of a late title charge. Not late. Maybe I mean, you will. There's a long way to go. Do but. you think you? could look or should look or had it entered your head to look at uh, having reverted from the diamond to the 4-2-3-1 for the league that maybe you need to consider another tactic for playing European teams in Champions League football it's a possibility I think um, to, like to put a style of play I think Taremi scoring was crucial I know they got the first goal by Leverkusen but he really did miss a big chance in the Champions League and I can go 1-0 down I don't think I can afford to go 2-0 down because it is very pragmatic as I said um, two holding midfield players it's, there's not going to be a load of chances for me most of the time it's about being clinical when the chances come um, so realistically whoever's playing up front you know, in any whatever sport, whatever whatever it may be, um, e- even in a video game, as Kahuna would say, um, 
you got to put the ball in the back of the net. Um, so I don't think it's a question of that. Maybe it is, it could be. Uh, but I, I just think it's more so maybe it's looking at getting Tony Martinez in for those games. Okay. Uh, tip for next week, uh, uh, and not as a kind of imparting knowledge side of things. Um, keep an eye on, like, because uh, Jeremy hasn't been scoring. Yes, if but the, he did score in the last game. If the, if the form is bad, get out ahead of the board and the fans and criticise him for his performances. And you may see an upswing in his performances. And if, his, and if his training is good, or training, if, if the players are training well, mm. a little bit of individual praise towards players training well may give a boost to morale for those players and help improve performance. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to look at doing something like that but small, small little at thing. least he scored Ken you know at the hardest part is the first part that's and then the thing. you go from there you know and we go from there so we're going to leave it there uh, this has been the Football Manager Football Show it has been episode number 97 you'll find all the episodes uh, as always fmfshow.com uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts wherever you do your podcast listening and the archive is always to scoreline.ie slash fm you want to get in touch you can find us on Twitter at fmfshow you can email podcast at fmfshow.com we've got new episodes every Friday we'll figure out what's happening for Christmas yet but there will be some Football Manager talk to you next week good luck The Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie.